0: Anandasingh had lost track of himself. What was he doing here? His pilgrimage to Walden Pond was a failure. He had found the pond, he had seen the replica of Thoreau's house in the parking lot, and he had walked down to the beach in a crowd of half-naked bathers. Then he had hiked along the beaten path to the place where Thoreau had lived for two years in a house he had built himself. The house was gone. There were stone markers and a sign. Four teenage boys were horsing around, pushing each other and shouting. Embarrassed, Ananda extracted from his suitcase the specimen of manganese from Jamshedpur and dropped it on the cairn of stones, a silent witness to the presence of a devotee from the other side of the world. Then he turned, exhausted, and found his way back to the road. He was in a state of shock. Through a haze of heat and dust, he saw the caravans at the place called Pondview and the old man sitting on a chair beside the road. Stuart Ledoux saw him coming and prepared himself for a peevish exchange. The kid had those dangerous-looking foreign eyes with that liquid look, like he could mesmerize you. His skin was dark and ashen at the same time. He looked sick, like he had some tropical disease. "'Excuse me,' said Ananda, pausing in front of him, desperate for enlightenment. "'I have come ten thousand miles to see Walden Pond,' I am surprised to find it so different from what I had imagined. Hey, listen, said Stu Ledoux. You shouldn't have known better. That Henry Thoreau, he wasn't no great shakes. Womanizer. He used to have women every night while he was here, that's what I heard. Drinker, too, that's what they tell me. Stu watched with satisfaction as the foreigner blinked and winced. Hey, I tell you what. You should talk to Norman Peck. Real Thoreau freak. He pointed. Blue home, down the driveway. You can't miss it. Stu watched the foreign kid start down the drive, congratulating himself on spoiling Norman's day. Ananda's suitcase weighed him down. In the last hour, it had grown very heavy. Which place was Mr. Peck's? Staring ahead, Ananda heard a woman scream, and then beyond the last of the caravans, he saw the bushes swaying wildly left and right. Ananda had once seen a herd of elephants crashing through a forest in southern India, and now for a moment he imagined an elephant trampling this American woodland. It amused him to think how pleased Henry Thoreau would have been to see an elephant in Walden Woods. Thoreau had played with the conceit that someday he would find every kind of flora and fauna within the confines of the town of Concord, even the alpine Edelweiss. If the Edelweiss, why not the elephant? There was another cry, a different voice, a man shouting, Hey! What's going on up there? Ananda walked around the last caravan to the far side and looked down at the ground in consternation. A woman in a pink wrapper lay on the steps before the open door. Her feet were on the top step, her head rested on the cement slab below. Her eyes were open and unblinking. Dropping his suitcase, Ananda knelt beside the woman and lifted her wrist to feel for a pulse. There was none. A shadow fell across the woman's face. Ananda looked up to see a big man standing beside him, breathing heavily, looking down. I fear she is dead, said Ananda.